I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Gallant Views Daily News Show for Monday, the 13th of February, 2023. My name's Colin, and I'm here to give you the... The recap of all the news over the last 24 hours and anything else that came, came out over the weekend. Um, obviously, the biggest bit of news is the aftermath of Rangers putting party Thistle out of the cup. Uh, three goals to two in the last 16 round. Um, a bit of a controversial tie uh, for, for different reasons. And it's really split the opinion of the, the Rangers support. We had full analysis of that last night, including... All your thoughts on the on the decision to gift Party Fissel a goal back after Mally Tillman put his ahead, um, taking the ball off the Party centre half as they were apparently got to give the ball back. Um, we've got a full breakdown of that. That's available wherever you get your podcasts. But um, on the aftermath, Michael Beale speaking to RTV had a few things to say. So there was a bit of a contentious penalty decision. But that's where we're going with the law at the moment, and they go in 1-0. We had some changes at half-time to try and speed up the game and be a bit more direct in our running. We did well to turn the game around overall. There's some warning signs there for us, and we have big games coming up. We go away to Livingston next week, and we have the cup final the week after. We need to improve. We have a good squad, and when they play... They have a duty to each other to play at a higher higher level than what we did in the first half. There were no complaints with the second half performance. So on Malik Tillman, Bill clarified, Malik goes down injured. He's looking away from the play when Antonio puts the ball out. When he gets up, he's unaware that they're going to play the ball back and he goes to press it and runs through to score. He's completely unaware. I had to speak to the rest of the bench and the management team behind me to make sure they saw what I had saw. I spoke to Malik as well and he confirmed that he was unaware of the situation. We don't want to win a football match like that. It's not the right way. It's not anything that our club, with our standards that we believe in. We want to win the game fair and square. We've done that in the end and there's no harm done. It wasn't a difficult decision to make. For people outside, they will look at it and have a view. But when you look at the full situation, it was just a misunderstanding with Malik. I don't want that hanging around his head. He's such a fantastic young player, and I don't want that aimed at him because he was unaware of the situation that was occurring around him. So on that situation, um, Ian McCall uh, on BBC, uh, before he was actually dismissed as part of the manager, that was a weird decision um, after yesterday's display, uh, he, he also commented... I don't think Malik Tillman knew what he was doing. I think he got mixed up and put it in the net. Michael Beale showed an awful lot of class. So did James Tavernier to do what he did. It was the right thing to do, so there's no blame on anybody. Not even the ref. I've been involved in the game since 1981. I've never seen it before. Uh, on that incident, James Tavernier also 
commented on RTV. We have high standards. It was the right thing to do. I don't believe Malik knew what was happening. He's an honest lad. He was on the phone at the time and he didn't know if the wall went out or if we kicked it out. We knew we had enough to win the game and we did. So... I said my thoughts on it yesterday. I'm I'm not fussed that we've done this, and I'll caveat that with yes, we won. Yes, it was against Partick Thistle. The whole ifs, buts, and maybes. What if we were one 0 down? What if it was against Celtic? It wasn't, and we weren't. Um, on the face of this, we don't need a goal like that to beat Partick Thistle, or we shouldn't need that goal. I'm happy we've done what we've done. Um, I I know it's very split opinion in the in the Rangers support with that, but. I don't think this is a poor reflection on us, on the players, or Michael Beale. Seeing some of the reaction uh, to Michael Beale, you know, being called a called a loser mentality, um, I think that's a bit, a bit of a stretch. Seeing as he is still unbeaten as Rangers manager, but um, I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it. Um, well, hopefully not. Um, it's, we've got a cup final prepared for. I can't really be bothered uh, going further into this. Um, t- t- so, Michael Beale, further comments on the games on Nicholas Rashin. He hasn't started a game in a long time, so it was fantastic to get 80 minutes in his legs and he had a really good assist. I'm also delighted for Antonio Cholak. He's had a difficult time with his fitness since I've been at the club. It was his first goal for a while. And now I think we'll see the Antonio that we know and love. It was nice to see Kemal Roof come back. And again, we're talking about Malik Tillman for an excellent performance rather than that one situation, which is important. James Tavernier um, did say he was um, disappointed with Rangers levels. Um, he went on to say, well, through to the quarterfinals, but we're disappointed with the performance. It's not the performance that we wanted today. We were definitely below par and we made it harder for ourselves than we needed to. We look back at this game, work on things that we need to improve on, which we know is a team that we need to improve. The main thing as a team is that we're through to the next round. Our subs made a big impact on the game. We wasted 45 minutes in the first half. We made it harder for ourselves conceding the penalty and we go in 1-0 down. But the lads came on and made an impact. There was a slight improvement in the second half and we're through to the next round. So, on the next round draw... That'll be 5.30 tonight at Hamden. Um, it's probably be drawn before the Darville Falkirk game. Uh, the draw will be broadcast by the SFA social media channel. So at 5.30 tonight, um, keep an eye on that uh, coming out. Um, let's see what what the quarterfinals has in store for us. Um, other bits of news circling around the papers. Um, well, now listeners actually asked about this last night, um, about Rangers' reported interest in Norwich goalkeeper Angus Gunn. Um, I did say it's maybe one that we're going to uh, spend a bit of time in Thursday's pod about, um, the goalkeeping situation in general. But uh, Angus Gunn, falling out of favour at Norwich, he's 27-year-old, um, a few rep- a few outlets reporting that he could be a potential target for Rangers in the summer. Also, I think um, by a link with Ross Wilson, which doesn't, um, well, which will help uh, fuel the fuel the rumour mill. He was at North, uh, Southampton for three months when Ross Wilson was there. Um, I don't know too much about Ross uh, Angus Grun. I'll be honest. Um, I know Norwich um, been a bit of a cut and buster um, in the last couple of months of this season. Um, 
27 year old out of favour with Norwich is that the level that we're going for um, I don't know I, I think the age is I think it's a better age that we're looking for I think we do need to be looking at bringing in a goalkeeper for the next 3 to 4 years and maybe someday approaching his peak at 27, 28 might be might be a shout but in terms of the, the standard of the player I'd be a liar to say, so that's maybe something that we can maybe uh, get Mason's take on um, or one of the other podders who keep an eye on the championship. Um, also, a bit of headline uh, coming for the record yesterday, um, Wes Ferdinand um, talking about Michael Beale and how well he's doing, but claiming that Michael Beale was offered the Rangers job before Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. The Queen's Park Rangers director of football Wes Ferdinand, he's went on to say, the one thing I did know is he'd had a very good time at Rangers with Stephen Gerrard. He really enjoyed it up there. I did find out afterwards that Rangers had offered him the job when he left with Stephen. He decided to go with Stephen because he felt it was the right thing. I found that out afterwards. Um, that's not my understanding, I'll be honest. Um, just growing for when I spoke to Bill directly and he said it in an interview. He wasn't all for the job. Um, I know this is very Marwood uh, <laughs> versus Les Ferdinand, but that's not my understanding of it. I think um, Michael Beale would have, he was definitely interested and keen on it, but he, he was waiting to be approached and he didn't apply. Um, he didn't think he had a big enough stature in the game to apply for it, so he was hoping to be approached um, and he wasn't. So that's what. We ended up going with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, but again, um, I, I know this will come across as very much uh, one word versus the other, but I've got the recording of it, so go back and listen to that. Um, other news coming out from uh, Rangers the at the weekend, we actually had a hat trick of wins uh, with the Rangers B team and the women team, both um, adding to the first team's uh, cup win. So, the, starting with the B team, they made it three wins in a row as they ran out 2-1 winners over Cowden Beef in the Wallen League, um, away to Cowden Beef at Central Park, um, managed by Morris Ross. Another wee shout-out that the the 10 Questions interview with him will be coming out in the next cup, coming weeks. Uh, by Rangers. Uh, they fell behind to an early goal for Cowden Beef, uh, but they responded quite well. Two first half goals from Charlie Lindsay and Connor Allen. Both sides were then reduced to ten men after an altercation between Johnny Fecko and Ian Davidson. So, second half was played with, with twenty men on the pitch, um, and Rangers held it for another three points. Um, <coughs> excuse me. The manager he's went on to say. We are just looking at how we can try and perform to that level. I think we can... Sorry, I've lost my... I've completely misread my notes. We are just looking to... Looking at how we can try and perform to that level, I think we can, or adapt to situations where you need to play a little different. That is learning how to play in first-team environments where it's not going to be football that necessarily wins your game wins you the game, but it's character and showing how to be a good team in the different games when you can get the smooth control and dominate possession that we would like to. Albeit in the second half, the pitch did become more open because both teams were down to 10 men, but I thought the guys showed a good balance of trying to control the game and not risk the ball too often, but risk it at the right time. 
We did create one or two good moments in the second half without putting it to bed, but I'm quite pleased with how they adapted to the game. Um, that is... Um, He's such an, a, a couple of different things. Obviously, we know the young Rangers players will have talent. That's why they're at Rangers. Um, but a big part of the, the the B team development has to be around the kind of the the non tangible qualities that you need to be a Rangers player. Um, game management, uh, working under pressure. Um, we know your jersey weighs much heavier than others. So, I know it's not necessarily a disadvantage. Both teams have been down to ten men, but. It's a different situation that they they'll have to deal with, and it's just again character. They will have to um, like they'll have to show a bit of character, and that and just change their approach as well. It's these types of scenarios which will help help them get in it in the first team because um, we know they've brought talent in abundance. Um, it's the ones who who can do it consistently, and you know have the have the character to to back it up. Who'll make it in it in the first team. Rounding off a a good weekend, all in all for Rangers, the result of the weekend has to come from the Rangers woman who absolutely scudded Ross Vale away from home, 13-0 in the Scottish Cup. Um, so 6-0 at half-time, the scorers were um, Lizzie Arnott got a hat-trick and two goals each for Jenny Danielson and Maddie Nolf. Jodie McCleary, Kirsty McLean, Colette Cavana, Kirsty Howitt, Tess Middag and Chelsea Cornett also got a goal each. Um, absolutely. The Rangers were always really heavy favourites here, but I think last season they were labelled as relentless and just absolutely ruthless in front of goal. They've not quite had that consistency so far this season, so hopefully this uh, sparks in that that killing edge between now and the rest of the season. Uh, Malky Thompson, when I say to RTV at full time, uh, going into the game with no disrespect to the opposition, we knew that we would have chances and we would have a lot of the ball. It was a good sense that the girls challenged themselves within the game to try and make sure that the final pass and the last action on the ball was going to really add to the team and create opportunities, opportunities to score. I'm delighted to be in the next round and to manage to get 13 goals was fantastic. It's great that we are getting goals and contributions from different people, but I think what is good, it, what is good about it is the contributing for the team and then adding that bit of quality individually. We are at a stage now where we are always looking to improve the team performance and we're facing the opposition that are sitting in against us quite a lot now. I think the girls are quite enjoying that task to break teams down and having a full concentration in the 90 minutes is the way to do it. There's a massive expectations put on everybody at Rangers Football Clubs, not just in the women's team, but the men's team as well. And I think that part of the journey of this team just now is coping with that and dealing with that. The message today was to get to the next round and put on a good performance. I think the fans will have enjoyed the performance that Rangers put on today. So well done to the Rangers women team. That's definitely the result of the weekend. Um, and good luck to both uh, clubs and the next uh, both both teams in the club and the the next round of the Scottish Cup draw. Um, yep, and hopefully it's um, hopefully it's just the next step in both of them adding a trophy this season. 
that's all for me, folks. Um, I'm going to leave you to crack on with your Monday, and I'm going to go and start my shift. Uh, Davey Pollock will actually be on tomorrow morning's uh, news. Um, at with the new show, just to give a bit of heads up, it just really depends who will be doing it and who's, you know, like who's got um stuff on or who's starting work. That will depend on on what time it gets out. But we're going to try and get this out no later than ten a.m. every day. Um, obviously, if it's myself, it might be a wee bit earlier each day. Um, so have a good Monday, folks, and we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Take care.